Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Genesis chapter 11, verses 4 to 6. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, so that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the men were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. It's hard not to be fascinated by the Genesis account of the people's desire to, quote, build a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens. Tall buildings are breathtaking. With a height of 1,250 feet, the Empire State Building once towered over Manhattan when it was built in the 1930s. Of course, now it seems quaint compared to the massive One World Trade Center that dominates the sky at 1,776 feet. Today, there is the huge Burj Khalifa in Dubai, which stands at a jaw-dropping 2,717 feet. You can be sure that in the years to come, more will be along the way. We've always been fascinated with big buildings. But the focus of the Genesis account of the Tower of Babel really isn't about the tower. It's something much more sinister behind it. It's about rebellion. Earlier in Genesis, we hear God say, Be fruitful, and increase in number, and fill the earth. It was a command given to our first parents in the garden, and then repeated later to Noah. But now the desire was to, quote, Not be scattered over the face of the whole earth. And instead of calling upon the name of the Lord, the desire now was so that we may make a name for ourselves. The danger that existed for them is very much the same one that tempts us even today, to think of ourselves as limitless and with no need for God. And so we hear, the Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Or at least, that's what they would think. Why call upon the name of the Lord if you make yourself God? Of course, then when things go off the rails and we're left scratching our heads as to what to do next, we find ourselves alone and helpless. This wasn't a matter of violating some ancient building code, and God's response was not simply an injunction to cease and desist. It was actually one of love. We hear him say, Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth. But this wouldn't be the last time that God would come down. By the words of the prophets, God continued to call his people to repentance and faith. In trust, they learned to call upon the name of the Lord for forgiveness, life, and salvation. In Psalm 116, the psalmist knew he wasn't alone. He says, I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. And then he sings, How can I repay the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. That's what God wants for you and me as well. You and I are never alone. We have a God who loves us and invites us to call upon him. Ultimately, God came down in the flesh to forgive our sins and rebellion. He sent his Son to take our sins and be our Savior. 
On the day of Pentecost, when God poured out his Holy Spirit, he spoke to the people in Jerusalem in each of their own languages with one and the same message of mercy and love. And just as God had affirmed centuries earlier to the prophet Joel, Peter now proclaimed once again, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, that I may call upon your name, and in mercy you hear me. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.